0: In this week's episode, let's celebrate Valentine's Day by discussing why relationships end. So grab a box of tissues, turn up the Taylor Swift, and pour yourself a glass of wine. Hello everyone and welcome back to Season 6 of Communication Junkie. My name is Steve Fuller and I'm your host. Happy Valentine's Day. In the past I've recorded special episodes about falling in love, but this year I decided to focus on love's evil nemesis, heartbreak. Let's talk about relationship deterioration. Back in Season 4 I discussed the first half of Mark Knapp's relationship model, meeting, testing each other, and falling in love. And way back in Season 2 I discussed the importance of social bonding. Why it's more difficult to exit a relationship after you've met the person's friends and family, got married, had kids, adopted a puppy, bought a house, murdered someone together, etc. But as we all know, there's also a dark side to relationships. Although the divorce rate has been dropping over the past two decades, somewhere between 25 and 40 percent of all married couples eventually get divorced. And that number increases for the second and third marriages. And statistically speaking, the overwhelming majority of your romantic relationships do end. If you date 10 people, only one of them will ultimately succeed. So that means 90% of your romantic relationships failed. Don't blame me, blame math. There are lots of reasons why relationships fail, but this episode is simply going to track the stages that relationships go through when they do end. A healthy stage in long-term relationships is called differentiating, where two people reclaim their individuality in a committed relationship. This is a good thing. Yes, you're a couple that shares life together, but you're also two individuals who have their own friends, hobbies, careers, etc. The tricky part is that too much differentiation leads to circumscribing, which is when couples drift too far apart. Suddenly you're spending more time away from each other than you're spending together. This is why relationships are so difficult. It's such a fine line between differentiating and circumscribing. We spend too much time together, we lose our sense of self. We spend too much time apart, we lose our sense of togetherness. And it's a slow burn i'm sure you've heard the analogy of boiling a frog if you put a frog in a pot of warm water he'll be perfectly comfortable if you turn up the temperature one degree every minute the increased heat is so minimal that the frog keeps acclimating to his new surroundings little kermit never realizes how dire his circumstances are until it's too late a warm bath turns into frog soup without him even realizing he's being boiled alive before relationships officially end knapp identified two more stages that they go through The first is called stagnating. That's when couples get stuck and stop growing. All of your fun memories are from 10 years ago. The sex has gotten predictable. Valentine's Day used to be fancy dinners at nice restaurants. Now it's getting takeout because you waited too long to make reservations. Anniversaries used to involve expensive jewelry. Now you're lucky to get a greeting card. These are sure signs that your relationship is in trouble. Not because you should go into debt buying expensive gifts, but because no one seems to be making much of an effort anymore. Here's an exercise, make a list of your top 10 dates with your significant other, your top five sexual experiences, your top three vacations. How many of them were from the first half of your relationship and how many were from the second half? In other words, if you've been with your partner for 10 years, are your favorite memories all from the first five years? Have any been in the last five years? If not, your relationship is stagnating, which inevitably leads to avoiding. It's circumscribing on steroids. You're no longer drifting apart, you wake up one day and you are miles away from each other. Both people are living separate lives, almost as if they're single again. And of course, that's the last stage before terminating, which sounds like someone is getting murdered, but it's NAP's dramatic term for when the relationship ends completely. While some of you might actually want to terminate your ex, simply breaking up with them will spare you a long trial and many years in prison. I'm also mentioning murder quite a bit in this episode, pay no attention to that. So how do couples get there? and what can they do to avoid breaking up. All relationships have problems. All relationships have their ups and downs. The happiest couples have conflict. No matter how in love you are with another person, he or she will get on your nerves at some point. The key is learning from the frog's mistake and recognizing when the temperature starts getting turned up on your relationship. Healthy couples identify problems and communicate solutions. Unhealthy couples ignore problems, hoping they'll go away on their own, but they never do. They fester until they become a toxin that poisons the relationship. If you woke up this morning with crippling chest pains, you wouldn't just ignore it. You would call your doctor, go to the emergency room, something, anything. So why do we ignore the warning signs in our relationships? Spending more time apart, a lack of intimacy, forgetting anniversaries, not going on dates. Those are our relationships crippling chest pains. And if you don't address the symptoms, they can kill your relationship. Okay, that's all for this week. Special thanks to the band Randy for our theme song. Subscribe to Communication Junkie Anywhere podcast or found. Please rate the show while you're there. Positive ratings do help. Follow me on Twitter at FullSteve and at ComJunk. And check out my new Illustrated Mystery Series on Instagram at CraftedBySteve. Please share this episode with friends and family if you found it meaningful. As always, thanks so much for listening. Until next week, be good. And it's